your host, Eric Balance, and this is the Resilient Minds Podcast. Join me as I explore the capabilities of our minds and how our X Factor can become our Y Factor. Now is our time. Super excited today, everybody. Welcome to the Resilient Minds podcast. You guys, I'm so pumped to introduce you to this amazing, awe-inspiring man who is absolutely passionate about collaborating with absolutely anyone who's wholeheartedly dedicated to sharing their amazing and awesome creative ideas with the world. He's no other than, of course, friend first, you know, and top-tier internet marketer, Paul Getter. How are you, my friend? Hey, thanks a lot, Eric. Wow, I was like, who is he introducing? This, <laughs> this amazing guy, I'm like, uh, it, the wrong person here. You know, this is the wrong call. But yeah, man, thanks for that introduction. I appreciate it. Pleasure to be here. Bro, I appreciate you for being here so much. You know, I, I know that, you know, in your experience, you've had um, so many ups and downs and, and you know, you, your career, it became, began you know, in some sort of like, there's, there's these elements of desperation, but you fired it out of the water. You've stepped it up. Um, you've discovered the power of, of social media and you really, without any formal education, you've taken the next level of commitment to yourself and learning every aspect of how to step it up, you know, stepping forward, you know, fast forward with just a few years and now spending over a billion dollars running ads for, for yourself and clients and to be honest, now being one of the top percent spenders on Facebook uh, and having over a million followers on Instagram. Amazing. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it, there has been, it has been a roller coaster ride. It um, wasn't always spending a whole lot of money on ads and um, didn't always have a million followers. And so, yeah, there was definitely a journey to get there. And hey, let's be honest, there's still days where it's a struggle and there's ups and downs. And, you know, uh, those things can go week to week. You know, one week you're like, oh man, we're winning. Next week you're like, oh man, something's going crazy. So, so yeah, but it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Dude, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to have you. Just grateful for your time. You know, I know that you're so, uh, you know, trusted, well-respected in, in, in the internet marketing world. And, you know, I, I'm definitely have been a big fan. I've been, I've been following you for quite some time. Thanks and, you know, it's, it's, it's always nice to learn from the people that are, are a step ahead of you as I continue to grow. Um, so I just, you know, I think that so many people, you know, that are watching this live or, or watching it back, um, it's so important to really, really connect with them and, and, and realize that, you know, Paul's just, he's, he's a human. He's also a human, you know, having a life, you know, doing things, going through the 50% emotion. human. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take it back a bit, you know, like, you know, I always say on the resilient mind show, you know, how we, we, we really talk about how our experience really thrives and helps us commit to our big why our big purpose and how we step up in the world. So if you don't mind taking us up and taking us back a little bit, and, and, and obviously, you know, I know it's going to be the Coles Notes version, but still like taking us back, like to that experience of life that, that helped you realize you know, what is it that I need to like, how do I need to step up and serve at a higher level? Yeah. So, you know, fortunately, uh, first of all, again, um, thank you for having me here. Um, Eric, you're doing amazing things and really it's, it's my honor to be on the podcast with you. You're doing amazing stuff. 
so, so yeah, you know, I was brought up in a low income home uh, trailer in South Florida and we really didn't have much to speak of, but my parents instilled inside of me, you know, hey, if you want to have something, you got to work for it yourself. It's kind of like this anti-entitlement type of mentality that we see um, today. So it was like, look, if you want to go to the movies, uh, me and my cousin would grab the lawnmower and we would go door to door knocking on doors and say, hey, can we mow your grass for $5? And, you know, that's how we made money as 10, 11, 12 year old kids just trying to get money to go to the movies. So I was kind of like, you know, brought up in a, a, a generation where it was um, a, a strong work ethic was something to be admired. And there was nothing wrong with sweating and working and, and hustling and doing whatever you could to make things happen. And, uh, but, you know, I was, I was one of those individuals, I actually, I went to college, got a degree in theology, which wow. is biblical, yeah, biblical studies. Um, I quickly graduated and realized that it wasn't necessarily a marketable degree, which, you know, you don't necessarily go to a college like that to, you know, come out with a career to make a lot of money. It's more kind of like an arts or personal development type of um, journey. But, uh, so I worked all kinds of jobs and it's funny because in a lot of times I tell people about, um, I, I worked at a place of employment where the boss was mean and, um, you know, just a, a horrible guy to work with. And so I told the story to a guy, we, me and my marketing director, we did a, a podcast together, a, a webinar together. And everybody was like, man, James story, James is my marketing director. They're like James's story was really interesting and i was like oh man i gotta tell my other stories because so so i worked some crazy jobs i worked fast food restaurants i worked you know um mcdonald's burger king i worked i worked burger king for four hours so <laughs> wow. so I, that, I can relate to that big time it's like the, having those jobs where you're thinking like i get to be here for a little bit longer and all of a sudden you're like i I'm done. I'm not, I'm not an employee. I like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when it came to working at Burger King, it was not a resilient mindset at that point. <laughs> yeah. So I was just a young teenager. Me and my friend, we were walking by uh, Burger King in our neighborhood and it had a big old hiring sign out there. And we we're like, Hey, yeah, you know, summertime, let's go there and fill out an application. And the manager said to us, said, today is our opening day. Can you start today? And we're like, yeah, I guess so. He gave us uniforms, no training or anything, put me on the drive-thru, put my friend on the grill, and the only other person working there was the manager on their opening day. <laughs> so so we, we're, uh, I'm running the drive-thru, my friend's running the grill, again, absolutely no training. The manager's running around trying to help both of us and stuff, and um, by about lunchtime, things got crazy. You know, the lines were out the door and everything like that, and it was three people in there. And so me and my friend, we realized that we didn't want to work at Burger King anymore. So we, we gave our uniforms back at lunchtime. So we made it from breakfast to lunchtime and we left at lunchtime for our, oh, our day's wow. job at Burger King. So I've worked, uh, I've done roofing before. Um, of course, down in South Florida, that's like pure torture to do roofing. Um, but but then so what was what was your experience as you continued to kind of grow through, um, you know, going through like go growing through what you were going through and really yeah. experiencing, um, 
you know, how did you get this experience into going into marketing? Like how, what was it? And now, you know, being like a top tier, uh, you know, advisor, uh-huh. what is it that really gave you that, that experience, that defining moment that you were like, this is it. Yeah. So I think after a series of working places and realized that I was not kind of like made for working for somebody else. And a lot of times entrepreneurs, they can relate to that statement where it's like, look, you want to set your own schedule. You're kind of your own individual and it's difficult for you to kind of work under certain predefined rules. Unemployable. Unemployable. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. So, uh, so I, I ended up quitting a job. I was working at a, uh, a sales, a sales job and hated it. Did have a mean, angry boss. And I just, I quit. And um, one of my friends had told me at this time, Facebook was just in its you know first year or so. And my friend was going off to college and they said, Paul, you need to get on Facebook so we can stay in touch. And so that kind of tells you something that at that time, Facebook was the place for, you know, high school and college age kids. And so I jumped on and I started again, initially, I thought Facebook was, excuse me, was like a, a, a game, you know, go there and waste your time, play Farmville and stuff like that. And then I, um, I quickly saw businesses that were putting up Facebook pages. And that's when it kind of hit me that huh, there might be like business opportunity, like money that could be made through yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then that's amazing. So, so you saw how, how long ago is this? How long did you start seeing that vision? Because you were an early doctor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it was like the first year that Facebook came out, whatever year that was, um, 2008, somewhere around there. Uh, so, so I, I remember what happened was I saw businesses putting out Facebook pages, promoting their business. And at that time it was kind of like you were, it was very unusual. You know, because then it was people were initially just building websites for their businesses. And that was like the, the thing that was up and coming was a website for your business. Uh, but then I saw some like, you know, um, innovative uh, businesses were making pages. And so I actually set up a page for um, our church, um, a, a Facebook page for our church. And I remember one time I went to church and there was a family there and I was like, Oh, Hey, your first time here. Where did, where'd you hear about us? And they said, Oh, we saw your um, information, your page on Facebook. And then it was like a light went on. Like these are real people. They came through Facebook. And that's when I began to reach out to other businesses and say, look, you can grow your business through Facebook. You can connect with people in your community. You can build your business. You can make sales through Facebook. And so I kind of like, started out as a hobby and I connected with some businesses and making like $20, $30 a month. I'm managing, you know, posting and helping them grow their Facebook page. And then it just kind of like snowballed where one business told another one. And next thing you know, I've got 20 clients that I'm managing their Facebook page. And I was like, wow, you know, it it took that transition. Like, okay, well, I can make enough, I can make enough to pay the car payment on this. And it was like, wow, I can pay the rent on this. I'm like, wow, I can buy a car with this. And so it just kind of slowly took that, um, that progression where I realized, look, there's big money to be made on social media. Wow. 
And, and what really, that's, that's beautiful because I think that, you know, especially, you know, being an early adopter um, and then also now seeing where it's taken you yeah. uh, and, you know, seeing that th- th- there, there must have been so many difficult moments where you had to build that element of courage or determination sure. or resilience. I wish that was something that I got to hold sooner was this resilient mindset because when you're doing a platform like Facebook or, or any new platform, the rules were always changing, you know, so I would start doing one thing and then policies would change or new features or they would um, change, you know, there was just so many changes. So something that I was doing in January, by the time August came around, it was against policy to do that, or you can no longer run ads for that, or, you know, or the algorithm, the algorithm monster, that, that changes. And what you were doing six months ago um, wouldn't work, or you would get ad accounts shut down. I mean, so it was like crazy stuff like that nonstop. And, and a lot of new marketers, they face that of like um, trying to figure out how to make things compliant, you know, ad accounts getting shut down, algorithms changing, different type of, of platform. Everything's always updating. And I, I can tell you, man, there was times, I remember um, one night I'm laying in bed and all of a sudden my phone just starts on douche, 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 and I get all these notifications and every Facebook page that I had, I, I was manager on big company pages. I mean, Fortune 500 companies and stuff like that. And all of a sudden I start getting notifications. Your page has been disabled. Your page has been disabled. Your pages, every page that I was oh an admin on was disabled. And um, it was some glitch in the Facebook world, but you got to imagine two o'clock in the morning, you get all of these notifications of every client, every page that you're on has been disabled. You're like, okay, I'm dead. You know, I'm done. So, so I, I, I look back at moments like that and it, it happened so often that I had, you know, there would, it would happen. And then two weeks later, three weeks later, I'd get it sorted out and then we'd be back on the road again and it happened six months later and it was like you know the stress and freaking out and everything like that was um there again then two or three weeks later you'd figure it out so i finally i got to the point when something like that would happen when something would shut down when uh you know something would change that i would just tell myself look i've been through stuff like this before and I've got the skills and the knowledge to figure out how to fix it sooner or later and so i just had to kind of like give myself that assurance. Okay, this is different, but you've always been able to figure out, figure it out. So don't worry about it. You'll figure this out sooner or later. It's that willingness to adapt. I love that you say that because I think that that's what every successful entrepreneur, every like successful individual that I've spoken with or that's been on the show, the same thing is that willingness to adapt the willingness, the, the adaptability, and that is what like ingrain, is ingrained in us to become from. And and Russell talks about this. Russell Russell Brunson all the time. He talks about like how can you come from a perspective of like adaptability to not just your product or service, but the client. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I've I've done that. Like I work with. Um, I'll give you an example. We we've had as our client. Um, Grant Cardone and Ty Lopez at the same time. Um, those two are polar opposites in many regards. They're both very successful entrepreneurs, brilliant marketers in them, their own rights, and you know they um, are amazing individuals. But if you look at them, 
Ty Lopez is kind of like, you know, take it easy. Yeah, you know, let's make money. And, you know, he he's out on the farm all the time. And, you know, he's by the pool. And he's really, he um, values his life and, you know, that, that freedom. Grant Cardone, if you're not working 80 hours a week, you're a lazy bum. You know what I mean? So, so you've got, you've got uh, two different personalities like that. One of them's like, go, 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 go faster, faster, faster. And the other one's like, we need to test. We need to optimize. We need to slow down a little bit. Don't spin so quickly. And the other one's like, just spend as much as possible, as quickly as possible. And so you have to be able to adapt. And it's kind of like a chameleon. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you, you're a chameleon. You've learned. That's one of the greatest attributes when it comes to an agency or working with clients is that your personality and who you are can adapt to that other person's personality where you can mesh with them. Wow. So, so important. So important. And like, like, especially like that is two polar opposites, uh, yeah. Grant Cardone and Ty, like, like, like talk about like completely different people. Like, I love it. So, so now like when you serve at this high level and you get to serve at this high level with, with these amazing entrepreneurs, what is it that you would um, say is become like, has there been moments where now in business, because now you're at this, you know, you continue to grow, obviously, but you have, oh, there's always room for, for the next step. There's always room for the next step. There's always room. And that element of growth for you, what is it now that continues to drive that? Why to continue to serve? Yeah. Yeah. So great, great question. I think that um, a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to this and it, it, we all go through seasons of our entrepreneur experience. And there's, you know, that season where it's like the grind, just, you know, make as much money as possible. And you're like, just in the trenches and stuff. And, you know, your goal is to make as much money. And it's very, you know, you're putting numbers to measure your success. But there, there comes a transition where it's, you know what, it, I like to put it this way, it's not necessarily about the income, but it's about the impact. And when, when you realize, like, one of my greatest joys now is to help other people become successful, whether it's coaching, consulting, you know, working with them, training them, and seeing them successful. You know, I've worked with individuals that, you know, two years ago, they were making $600 a month, and now they're um, CEO of a multi-million dollar company that they've built. I... Um, have students that I've coached that were making $40,000 a year. Now they're making $40,000 a month. And the, 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 the impact that you can have on a person's life and their family and their goals and just, you know, helping them, that really is, that's a cool feeling um, to, to be able to do that. And once you know the tools and you know things that are working, it's easy to teach people. You know, it's like I, um, one of my current coaching students right now is a doctor. I mean, he's a, uh, a flight um, surgeon, a full on wow. doctor. And he's wanting to get into the entrepreneur space. And he was like, look, I don't know how to do this. This is what I, what I'm, I've been doing. And I told him, I was like, look, um, everything you got is amazing. You got good stuff to work with. We just need to put things in the proper place. And actually, before we jumped on this call, uh, he was sending me a text message. He's like, um, bro, the third week into um, coaching, I've already made back what I paid you in coaching uh, from what you've taught me. So it's it's something, whether it is a, um, I've coached students 
17-year-old um, boy that uh, was in high school and he had some money to invest that he got from an inheritance or something like that. And his parents said, it was okay. I coached him. And in less than a year, I took him from a, a you know high schooler that just had some money to invest in coaching to building a, a six-figure business online. So it's, it's something that the tools, the skills, and what you know, what to do can really impact and help people in an amazing way. I think I think it's so so important, and obviously your experience, right? So you have a proven system, a proven map, a proven approach, right? So that we can, you know, continuously overcome and help those that are, you know, a couple steps behind, or you know, and then learn from the people that are a couple steps ahead. I always believe that. And Tony Tony Robbins, he always says, you know, model somebody that is is literally giving you. And, 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 and where you want to be getting the results yeah. that you want to achieve so Absolutely. that this way you have a clear path to success. Yeah. So I think that that's fundamental and it's, it's amazing what you're doing, Paul. And I think that's, you know, it's so important. So if you could tell somebody, you know, maybe if it was even yourself 10 years ago, mm -hmm. you know, 10 years ago to Paul or somebody that's starting right now, what would you tell, what would you tell a, a 10 year younger Paul or a person that's starting to <laughs> Yeah. So um, a few things. Number one, get a mentor, get a mentor. That's number one. You've got to get a mentor. Like you said, find someone that you want to be like them in 10 years and connect yourself with them. Now there's a couple ways that you can get a mentor. Number one, you can pay to get access to them. You know, you can pay their coaching, their mentor um, fee, um, or you can, um, you can volunteer your skills to them and say, Hey, you know, look, I'm a graphic designer. I'm a video editor. This is what I do. I want to work for you. You don't have to give me anything. I just want to work for you. And what that does, if they say, yeah, that's cool. You know, we can do that. It gives you access to them and you can see what they're doing and you can, you know, you're, you're in their circle. And so it gives you that closer access that just by being around them, you can learn from them vicariously just by being connected to them and do a good job. They'll introduce you to other people and they'll help open those doors for you. So number one, get a, a mentor. Number two, put yourself out there and build relationships. When you understand that relationships are so much more important than revenue, no matter how much money you make, you can never put a price tag on relationships. Relationships are invaluable. Like, like right now, if something happens and um, I lose everything, I'm connected with Eric and I can say, Hey, Eric, bro, man, can you help me out? And cause I got a relationship with you. You know what I mean? Absolutely, so absolutely. And it's, obviously I don't build relationships because what I can get out of it, but I understand the value of having relationships with people. When I first got started in internet marketing, I was, you know, this guy that just sat behind a computer, did my work and told nobody what I did and nobody knew who I was or anything. And then, um, I started working with some very successful people getting amazing results and they started pulling me out. They're like, Hey, you know, this guy is the guy that is doing stuff for me and have me come speak at their masterminds or conferences. And, you know, I, it's, you know, I mean, there would be days where I'd be on Instagram and all of a sudden I'd get a hundred messages from people. And I'm like, why are you guys messaging me? And they're like, Oh, you know, Ty Lopez was at a conference and he was talking about you. And I was like, wow, amazing. And so, so it, it's, I realized 
you know, when I first got started, I did stick to myself. I didn't go to conferences. I didn't build relationships. I didn't have a network of friends and business partners and, you know, relationships like that. So I limited my, um, my growth. But when I put myself out there and started going to conferences, started going to events, masterminds and things like that, uh, it just, my growth accelerated at that point. I think that that, so, so one thing I just want to touch on, and I think that that's just like, you touched on a couple things that I, I personally, um, you know, I totally love because when we spend the time to like, like really just create relationship and create value and like inherently like, um, want to serve. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that that becomes like a, a really fundamental practice in the evolution of like, of, of greater entrepreneurs of, of like collaborating of making more because so many people think of like competition right like oh there there's competitors yeah. i personally believe in abundance right like i personally believe you know, i don't you know it's funny because i had a client come to me and he has a course that is very similar to a course that i have and he's like would you take me on as a client i'm like yeah yeah absolutely you know i knew who he was he's like this is my course, you know, you don't think it's a um, direct competition to yours. I'm like, I don't believe in competition. You know, people, people will buy my course, people will buy your course, there's enough out there for, you know, 10 other people to have a similar type course too. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm the same way. I don't believe in competition. I believe in abundance. And, you know, uh, I don't believe in competition. I believe in collaboration. You know yes. I mean? it, it feels like it's like a mindset shift once you start seeing results, right? Like it, yeah. it, 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 I think the resilience of, of like pursuing something and then it starts like to flow like avalanches, like, you know, you know, you know, uh, the universe, God, um, a higher power, it starts to flow through us. And I think yeah. that we then decide that like, we want to like share with one another. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I do believe it's just so, so beautiful. Yeah. So, so here's, a, here's an interesting thing. Um, reaching back to my degree in theology, yeah. I am a Christian. I, you know, have faith in God and, but there is a universal principle in all religions in all belief of reaping what you sow. Um, so you sow, um, positivity, you sow helping others, you sow goodness, you're going to reap that. And uh, so, yeah, you can never go wrong giving to others, helping others, lifting others up because it will, it will return back to you. Amen, man. I totally agree. Um, we honestly, can collect up an offering now if you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it. You're amazing. Uh, so tell me, Paul, like, you know, going back to um, the process. So the process of, you know, um, Russell kind of talks about it too. And it, I think any marketer really talks about it is like the, the, the process of buying traffic versus owning traffic. Yeah. And yeah. how important that fundamentally is, especially nowadays, like with, with us, we really like, I really believe that when you own the traffic and you use email marketing tools and you automate that process and you become like so fundamentally connected that that allows you to really stand out even more in the marketplace than just using, you know, like you said, because you had all these things disabled consistently, yeah. right? Yeah. So that traffic was now, there was a little bit and algorithms and all these things. So sure, sure. do you mind sharing like with, you know, with anyone that's listening live or, or, or later on in the recording, what, how, how, how important that is that, that difference between buying and actually owning. 
Yeah. So, so here's, here's the thing. It comes down to understanding the value of personal branding. Personal branding is, is owning, you know what I mean? It is your audience, your followers, your tribe of people, they know you. So it's not something you're clicking a button, you're paying, but it is you're building relationships with people, whether that's email, whether that's Instagram followers, whether it's Facebook page, TikTok, YouTube, your subscribers, everything like that, email sequences, you own that traffic. And so, you know, if you wake up one day and you're like, hey, you know, um, I want to make some money, you can shoot out an email you can uh, post it on your social media sites and you have built relationships. You've sewn into them. I'll give you, I'll give you a great example. So this um, past week, we did something that we had never done um, before, uh, me and uh, my marketing director on my team. We did a, a free five-day challenge where we invited a bunch of people to a private Facebook group and for five days, all we did was teach on Facebook ads, marketing funnels, webinars, cool stuff like that for five days. Um, towards the end of it, we gave people an opportunity to work with us, to go to the next level. And th the intention of it was to build relationships with people. Yeah. And, but by the time we were done, uh giving to people people you don't even have to sell anything they're like what do you have i can buy from you because i can't want wait yeah. Yeah, yeah i can't leave so it is about building that personal brand building your audience building your tribe owning it then being connected to you and not just you know hey i get my um you know, I get my traffic, I buy my traffic from Facebook and click buttons and pay money to get leads and stuff like that. It's like, you've already built a, it's, it's like real estate. You know what I mean? You've built real estate that generates money for you. I think that's, yeah. And, and, and really like you, you touched on how you, you already, obviously you show up those values in your business, in your work, how, you know, the five day challenge. And then obviously from there, you, you, you don't even have to, it becomes because you've given so much. Now it's like, I want more. I'm excited. So how, yeah, how else, how else do your values really show up? Because you talked about like, you know, a degree in theology, you know, evidently you like, I see this, this, this abundance. I see this like brilliance of like really connection, you know, myself too. I'm a, I'm a man of like massive, you know, faith over fear. And um, I believe that, you know, your values really show up in your work, right? Yeah. So what, how do they show up even more so in your work? Do you mind sharing a little bit? Yeah. So, so, you know, one of the first things in getting started building that personal brand or putting yourself out there mm -hmm. is I think a lot of people have an identity crisis. You know, they're trying to be everything to all people, you know, like, okay, I'll be like this because this will attract this person. I'll be like this to attract this person. And when you try to attract everybody, you end up attracting nobody because you're not being authentic. One of the best things that you can do is just be authentic um, to who you are. You know, I've, um, I remember when I first got started that, you know, I would um, kind of leave my faith is here and my business is here. And I just kind of like kept it um, compartmentalized in it and everything like that. Obviously my, my core beliefs and everything like that still came through my faith, but you know, um, I, I, I would just kind of shy away from it now, man. You know, I don't, I don't mind telling people, Hey, you know, um, 
I, I have faith. I believe in God and, you know, I, I believe the Bible and, you know, this is my faith. This is who I am. And, you know, there's some people that, uh, hey, they may not connect with me on that level. And, you know, if they don't want to work with me for that, then chances are I probably wouldn't want to work with them either. So it just kind of like filters out. It, it does a, helps me out, you know, because if yeah, someone doesn't want to work with me simply because of my faith or my beliefs, then, you know, well, that's, that's their loss. So, um, and then again, embracing, you know, for, for me, the internet marketing nerd, um, this is, this is not an act. This is yeah. real. Um, yeah. I, I wear a bow tie and glasses. It's not like a costume for me. It's like, this is who, this is who I really am. You know, I was coding um, computers when I was 10, 11 years old as a kid. You know, I was, so the, the nerd thing, that's like really who I am. And I'm just like, wow, it's cool that I can be known in a business as this is who I am. And now it's kind of like, it's, it's cool to be a nerd, I guess. <laughs> it, it, it really has changed, hasn't it? Like we've, I remember like, I, as I've gotten older, you know, I'm going from different experiences in life. It's like, now the cool thing is to learn. The cool thing is to learn. Yeah, and, yeah. and by the way, we get to leave this beautiful, um, like legacy behind by, for the generations, you know, for our kids or for our grandkids of yeah. like how it is really cool to be somebody that wants to stand out and do things for good, being a force for good, as Tony likes to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so listen, you know, you've given us so much like, and I, I'm just so grateful, but I really want to understand you've given us so much of the path for success. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, there is a process probably that you, you have within the way that you serve your clients. So do you mind describing a pro the process, the way that you serve you know, clients, um, within your, whether they're, whether they're starting out or, you know, the Grant Cardones and the, and the Ty Lopez's. Yeah. So one of the things that we have learned is one of the best things that you can learn to do is say no. Um, I would rather say no to somebody that I wasn't really confident that I could sincerely help them versus a person that says, Hey, I got a big budget. I can, you know, we can make good money from them. But if I can't, if I'm not confident that I can really help them, then I will decline it. So the main thing, you know, at, at the core of our business, we are very results driven. And a lot of times that is structured in the deals that we make with our clients, you know, with the, our partners and stuff, because we will do things where we celebrate in a profit share with them. So the more money we, we make them, the more money we also make. So um, it, it lends itself to, Hey, we, we want to get results. And then secondly, we do things like, Hey, it's a month to month contract, which again, within this sphere of internet marketing agencies and stuff, um, that is, can be somewhat unique because a lot of times agencies, they want to lock you in for, you know, six months, a year contract. And uh, that puts you at a disadvantage because if they're not give, getting results, then you're going to be really unhappy. And so I would rather not work with someone that is unhappy. So I kind of like, hey, yeah, if, if we can't get you results, if it's not working, you can fire us at any time. So uh, fortunately, that has worked in our favor because most of our clients stay with us a, a really long time. So, so yeah, it, we are results driven and we 
put that responsibility on us, our team. And, and we've learned to say no. You know, we'll have people come to us and we'll look at that. We're like, yeah, I don't, don't really see this. I'm not sure. Because here's the thing. Everybody that comes to you is the next multi-million dollar idea. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is going to be huge. It's going to make hundreds of millions. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you're, you're looking at it and you're like, ah, I don't see that. Of course, I have been wrong before. I remember one time sitting in a Starbucks um, with a, a, a guy, a CEO of a company, and um, a, a friend of mine had made the introduction, and this is when internet marketing was very, very new and, and stuff. And I remember them sitting there telling me this idea. They're like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to sell coupons. And I'm like, you're going to sell coupons. You get coupons for free in the newspaper. Like, no, 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 we're going to sell coupons to businesses. And I'm like, man, this is strange. I've never heard of this before. And they're telling me there's like, this is going to make hundreds of millions of dollars and everything. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get that. Um, they're also known as Groupon now. <laughs> so, wow. So hey. I, I, I wow. Miss, <laughs> yeah. So I miss I've missed some some good ones before, but uh, you know, it was one of those I didn't see it, they saw it, or maybe they didn't communicate it to me right, or maybe it was just such a new idea that it was it was so strange. But you know, a lot of times, uh, it's like a guy coming to you, hey, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to make a taxi service, but we're not going to own any cars. Yeah, we're right? going to use other people's cars. <laughs> we're going to build a hotel franchise, but we're not going to have any hotels. We're going to use everybody's house. We're going to let people <laughs> rent out their own house to complete strangers. So you got to imagine being in conversations like that. And you're like, okay, strangers are going to stay in my house. No, yeah. but now we've got Uber, we've got Airbnb, we've got Groupon. We've got, so a lot of crazy ideas have turned into, you know, billion dollar companies. So I, and you, you really nailed that. Like it, it's crazy how like some of these thought processes, because what we believe as to be, and it really becomes a paradigm shift, right? So yeah. how many times do we have to shift that paradigm? And we're <laughs> seeing it being consistently done now, even with the current climate and what's going on with, you know, COVID and all these different scenarios all over the planet. But the cool thing is, is now, what else is possible and what, what we don't even understand. We don't know what we don't know. Right. So right. what do you think Paul is a pro, like, why do you think there is a, like, why do you think, what is one reason you would say people fail? Um, well, I, I, maybe lack of instruction and direction, you know, I think it, it would go back to the, the, the knowledge of it. Um, a lot of times people fail because fear of taking that risk um, because again, a lot of great ideas, a lot of great, um, businesses, they involve a, an element of risk. And I see a lot of times entrepreneurs are, you know, the guys that would be bungee jumping, you know what I mean? Um, they, they would be doing the extreme sports, but they find the adrenaline in, taking risk for their business and, and, and things like that. So, so I think that risk, uh, I tell people like this, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, like if you got a nine to five job and I'm all for um, people having nine to five jobs because, well, they work for me, you know what I mean? And yep. I appreciate that. Uh, but for an entrepreneur that is um, not, uh, doesn't fit that mold, 
uh, it's kind of like this for a nine to five job. You always have a net. You know what I mean? You always have a net. So, you know, next Friday, you're going to get a paycheck. You you know, you know, you're going to get vacation days. You you know, you kind of have that, but you also have a ceiling where you can only go so high and you're kind of limited. Even if you get all the way to the top, well, that's, that's the top you're done. And, uh, but when it comes to an entrepreneur, you, uh, you have no safety net. So you don't know if next week you're going to get a paycheck or not. You don't know if the client's going to cancel on you. You don't know if you're going to get the next contract. So you have no safety net. You could be making good money this month and things go crazy and you're making no money next month. Reality that can happen, but you also don't have a ceiling. So I think the entrepreneur says the risk of not having a net um, versus not having a ceiling is worth it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that that's, if we stay consistent to it, it becomes the ceiling is it's limitless. It's, it's limitless. limitless. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so bro, before we, uh, I just want to respect your time anyways, but I wanted to, you know, if anybody, you know, that's listening to you for the first time that anybody that's that, you know, that, um, wants to get in contact with you, um, or know a little bit more even about some of the, the things that you're doing, what is the best way to connect with you or any of your courses, anything like that? And I'll make sure that I also add them into the show notes, Paul. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So easiest way is um, give me a follow on Instagram. Send me a DM. My Instagram handle is Paul. That's it. Just P-A-U-L. Verified account have, as you mentioned, over a million followers. So you should be able to find me pretty easy. So um, give me a follow on Instagram. Send me a message. I'm always in there. My uh, personal website is paulgetter.com, G-E-T-T-E-R.com. You can find out all about me, previous podcasts, all of our courses, and you know all that fun stuff. Beautiful. And last, actually, I have two questions. Two questions, because uh, one is one that I'll, I, I always um, ask everybody, and the other one I really just wanted to, you know, for anybody that's interested, including myself, how was this meeting, you know, you know, because you've connected with huge individuals all over the you know, internet marketing world, but yeah. like, you know, I would love to know, you know, the energy and the feeling of connecting with Mr. V, Gary V. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I have even told him this, that before meeting him, I did not like him, did not like him. Um, of course, if you listen to his video, it's every other word was the F-bomb. And, you know, so I, I didn't give him a chance. So it was kind of one of those things where I listened to a video. I'm like, oh, man, I can't I couldn't get past his language and just his that New York vibrato. And but then when I got to know him, the dude really has a heart to help people, plain and simple. I mean, if you follow him, if you read his books, um, listen to his videos. He really, really wants to help people. So with that being said, um, I may not like a person's you know, style, but if a person wants to help people, hey, we're on the same team. So that's one thing that really shines forth with um, Gary V is that he, he is a, a sincere individual. Matter of fact, here on my, on my desk, uh, I, I read again this year, Crush Such it. a good book. Yeah, yeah. And so I've got got all of his books and audio books and stuff. And again, you just 
you really catch it that he he wants to help people. He wants to help people. And, and again, in my book, that's a that's a cool person. One of the biggest changes for me uh, was his book Jab 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 Right Hook, and uh, I just love that man. Like he when I was when I was um, working in the oil field and like really up, down and out, I remember like him that book just like really putting into me and inspiring me to like step it up in my life and, and doing yeah. things that are uncertain so yeah. yeah man mad love to the guy mad love to the guy so yeah. um if you had last question if you had three days left to live what would you do uh I, man I, I tell you what i take i, I take a few days off <laughs> i take a few days off no man i'd spend, I'd spend with my family I'd spend with my family yeah um no that's uh outside of um business money um everything like that again it comes down to relationships and um your your family none of us are, are promised tomorrow i mean mm. three days could i mean uh that's a sober reality that anybody um you know w we may not be able to talk to each other tomorrow that's just that's life that's reality the bible actually says life is but a vapor here today gone tomorrow Whoosh, can be gone so when you realize how fragile life is so uh um one a, a, a turning point in my life my father was 55 years old when he passed away and uh i was i was a, a young guy when that happened in my 20s and it impacted me in such a way that i realized okay my father who you know you just assume is going to live to 85 90 years old 100 years old gone at 55 it gave me a reality check that hey every every day we should treat it like it's could be potentially our last day and so that was kind of like in my mind uh i i, I tell you what i remember in that that period of my life uh after that happened i would go outside and i would look at clouds differently as silly as that sounds you just look at clouds and you're like those are cool looking clouds so you learn to appreciate and um you're thankful and grateful for what you have yeah trade expectations for appreciation yeah 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 absolutely yeah. absolutely Amazing, man. Uh, Paul, I just want to say thank you for coming on. I'm super grateful for your time. Super grateful exactly. that it's all the abundance of knowledge that you shared with, with uh, the listeners and, and anybody that's listening live. And just thank you, man. You know, I know that you're a busy guy. I know that you got lots of things going on um, and just massive gratitude. Uh, with, with that being said, is there anything that you just want to, you know, share any, any, any final, final thoughts? So, so if, if you haven't had a chance, um, you can check out my brand new book that I just released. Uh, a few months ago, 27 online side hustles. This is actually, this is like a really passion project of mine. People would come to me and they'd say, hey, Paul, can you teach me how to do what you do? I'm like, hey, you got about a year or two. I can teach you, you know, a little bit of it. But I realized what they were saying is, hey, Paul, can you teach me how to make money online to do, you know, have freedom and stuff. And so I put together this book of 27 online side hustles that just kind of like helps people find stuff that really works, you know, not like, you know, fill out 5,000 surveys and make $5, but, you know, real ways, whether it is a Facebook ad agency, drop shipping, um, e-commerce, stuff like that. This is kind of like a recipe book for things that really work online. So 27, 27sidehustles.com. Okay. Yeah. So 20, that's, I was just going to ask is, is what's the 27sidehustles.com. Right. Right. Yep. Perfect. And I'll have those in the show notes as well. It's, it's a free book 
you just cover shipping. Boom. Yes. <laughs> and you it. know how us marketers do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Again, Paul, blessings. Thank you so much. You, bro. Thanks a lot, man. Pleasure we'll connect again soon. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Resilient Minds podcast. If you seriously love the episode, please be sure to share it with your friends and click that subscribe button. Do it now. As I continue to grow, I'll be bringing on some leading entrepreneurs into the show. So follow me on Instagram or Facebook and drop a comment or send me a DM. Tell me who you'd love for me to interview and who you'd like to hear more from. Once again, Eric Valens signing off. And remember this, your X Factor always determines your Y Factor.